gang, welcome to Best Night Ever, and welcome to the second week of the three-week celebration of the 4th of July. I am your host, Ian Hollihan. With me, as always, is my kitty cat, my co-host, and my confidant, Reggie Miller. Before we get started, uh, I have a few exciting announcements for you guys. Um, the first one, as you might notice, the show is going to be on Thursdays from now on. Uh, the main reason is because I feel like it, and it's my show, and I can do whatever I want. The second announcement is there are two new podcasts coming your way. The first one is a five-episode limited series called Gaga for Goo Goo. It's a show where five men in their 30s at two or three in the morning who've been drinking all day listen to Dizzy Up the Girl by the Goo Goo Dolls and critique each track. Obviously, there are more tracks than five on Dizzy Up the Girl, but that's as many as we can get through. It's going to be really funny and really chaotic and should be coming out probably by the end of September. Uh, the second one, I'm not sure if it's going to be a Best Night Ever uh, Presents, but it's a show by two of my best friends in the world, Mike and Pat. It's going to be called Loose Cannon. The way that I described it is imagine if like Egon and Winston had a show talking about ghosts, meaning there's the blue-collar everyday man and the intellectual talking about ghosts. This show is kind of like a, a, a blue-collar and an intellectual talking about a book they're reading. Uh, when I told this analogy to Mike and Pat, they said the show is nothing like that, but I think that's a pretty cool idea, uh, the Egon and Winston uh, uh, good time hour. I'll know more about the show in the future, but hopefully that'll be coming out uh, a little later this year. On with the show. As I mentioned a second ago, this is the second week of a three-week celebration of the 4th of July. When I think of the 4th of July, I, I, I don't know about you, uh, but I kind of overindulge on everything. I mean, I, I, I eat too much, I drink too much, and I take too much sun. Because deep down, I really truly hate myself. When I think of 4th of July, when I think of Independence Day, I always think of eating. Not just my own eating, but competitive eating. As I'm sure most, if not all of you know, there is the Nathan's Famous uh, Hot Dog Eating Contest that's in Coney Island every year. I live really close to Coney Island here in New York, and I've gone every year for the past six years, and it's a ton of fun. I mean, uh, Joey Chestnut, he's, 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 he's the reigning champ. He wins pretty much every year. This year, he won by eating uh, 71 hot dogs in 10 minutes, but the world record, he, he did that last year uh, with 74 hot dogs in 10 minutes. A lot of folks, myself included, when you watch these things or uh, shows like a uh, man versus food or what have you, I used to always think to myself, oh, I could totally do that. Or I could be in the amateur league. Uh, I've personally accepted that I can't because I'm more of a marathoner with eating. Like, I, I truly believe I could eat like five full pizzas in a day, but it would take me the day. I'm okay. I'm pretty confident I can eat two hot dogs in 10 minutes. Outside of the Coney Island hot dog eating contest, if I happen to stumble upon a, a competitive eating event, I am parking and I am watching that thing. And I know, I know what you might be thinking. Uh, what, what are the odds of just stumbling upon uh, an eating contest? Well, it's happened to me once. So if it could happen to me, it could happen to you. Oh man, I just thought of an amazing idea for a remake of It Could Happen to You, uh, the movie with uh, Nicolas Cage and Jane Fonda. Oh my God. So uh, uh, the movie, uh, the original one is in the early 90s. Uh, Nicolas Cage is a police officer uh, who's at a diner and he can't leave a tip. So, But he has a lottery ticket and he says to the waitress, like, hey, I can't leave you a tip, but if I win, we'll split it. And then they fall in love and it's a rom-com. Uh, the remake that I just thought of is It Could Happen to You 2019, where uh, it's a competitive eater down on his luck at a diner same situation can't leave a tip but instead of a lottery ticket it's like i don't know uh the biggest eating competition in the world and he wins 
And then he splits the winnings with the waitress and they fall in love. Ooh, and the tagline could be like, uh, it, it could happen to you, colon, eat your heart out. I think that's a good idea. I, I, I completely forgot that movie existed at all until I said it could happen to you. Uh, it did happen to me. I accidentally stumbled upon a competitive eating event. It was at the New York City Dumpling uh, Festival in 2015. And, you know, as you can imagine, it was a dumpling eating contest. One of the competitors really, really stood out because she had a really cool, like, purpley blue mohawk. She was also uh, five foot six, five foot seven, uh, and 115 pounds, which means she was tall but teensy weensy. And she had a huge, huge smile on her face. She just kind of walked out grinning and, and sat down. Everyone's eyes were on this one competitive eater, this petite, skinny, mohawked woman. Obviously, you know where this story is going. This person won. But she didn't just win. She broke the world record, both men's and women's that day. She ate 93 stupid, stinking dumplings in two minutes. And everyone was just cheering and, and clapping and just so taken by her that I thought to myself, standing there, if I have a podcast in four years... I want her on the show. This person's name is Molly Schuyler. Uh, before I start talking about uh, our conversation and how I got in touch with her, I want to go over some of her most noteworthy records. In 2012, she became the first woman to win the Adam Amenecker Challenge, which is eating five pounds of barbecue meal. I repeat that, barbecue meal, not barbecue meat, which is terrifying because I have no idea what it is, but she was the first woman to do it. In 2014, she broke the world record for eating a 72-ounce steak, having eaten it in two minutes and 44 seconds. The record before that? was 12 minutes and 53 seconds. In 2014, she became the first woman to win Z-Burgers Independence Burger Eating Contest, where she ate 26 burgers in 10 minutes. In the month of March 2015, she set two world records, one for eating a four-pound sandwich and one pound of tater tots in two minutes and 55 seconds, and another for eating five pounds of bacon in five minutes and 21 seconds. In July of 2017, she was on an episode of, a, of the revamped Gong Show, where she won. How did she win? Eating. What did she eat? Six large deli containers full of cottage cheese in under 90 seconds. Mom, is an eater. She's really, really good at it, and she genuinely loves it. So, when reaching out to folks to be on Best Night Ever, naturally I reached out to her. Uh, we were talking back and forth for a few weeks, because she's busy. Uh, like she, she's, she's a professional eater, and she's also a mother of four. I'm just a chubby guy with a cat, and I find time spread really thin. But anyways, I reached out to her. She responded over the next like few weeks, and then we kind of stopped. There was a lull in our communication, just because we couldn't hammer down a time to get on the phone and really listen to her story. Until we did. Um, I'm not going to tell you exactly how that happened, because we're going to go over it once we start listening to her story. But I will tell you this. This was a best night ever first for two reasons. One you're going to hear about once uh, the story starts, but the other is this. Molly. She was an amazing guest. It was so much fun talking to her. Honestly, one of the coolest people I've ever talked to. She has such an interesting talent, and she's a badass mom of four. I don't want you guys to think I'm making fun of her because I'm truly, truly not. Molly agreed to be on the show, but didn't know what the show was. And I'm pretty sure I mentioned that, you know, the show is called Best Night Ever. It's a show where interesting people who do interesting things tell the story of their best night ever. And I'm guessing she just wanted me to stop pestering her. Uh, so she didn't bother reading the emails. She just said, fine, let's do it. I helped the best I could in guiding her to choose the story of her best night ever. And it ends up being a really somber, sweet, touching story that also, you know, involves eating a shitload of wings. But before we get started, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, apparently those are two different things, Apple Podcasts and Apple iTunes, Spotify or Stitcher, freaking subscribe because I'd love to see you every week. If you're listening to this on bestnighteverpodcast.com, bookmark it. 
and then uh, I guess add it to your calendar uh, that every Thursday the show's going to come out. Oh, uh, if you already did that, uh, make sure to change it from Tuesday to Thursday. Any any avenue you can uh, keep coming back would you know, make me happy. Also, uh, I'd love to hear from you. If you have any opinions about the show, uh, uh, go ahead and leave a review. If it's going to be negative, my only ask is type it in a silly voice. So I'm sure you guys are uh, starving to hear her story. Huh? Uh, here it is, Molly Schuyler. Hey, what's up? Uh, so if it's okay with you, I just want to kind of uh, tell the listeners what just happened. This is a best night ever first. I reached out to Molly a couple of weeks ago uh, through Instagram, just like, hey, I got this 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 uh, this podcast. You should be on it. She said, cool, I'm going to Connecticut doing, you know, more important stuff, which is fine. Um, and then you know, we, 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 it's, there was like a, a drop. We weren't talking to each other. And then I, I think I messaged you yesterday or maybe today. And you had said, when are you, when are you available next? And then I says to her, I says, tomorrow uh, after 6.30, or if you want to go crazy, uh, uh, we'll do it right now. And here's the thing, guys. Molly wanted to go crazy. <laughs> and uh, I, I had to whip together my recording equipment here in the studio, which is my apartment. I had to grab my co-host, Reggie Miller, the cat. And uh, uh, here we are. Also, right before she said, let's go crazy, they just announced uh, the Misfits will be playing with Rancid in, uh, in, in Oakland. So I was like, that was a big shock. And then Molly said, let's do it right now while I'm dying my kids hair. So Molly, this is so cool. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. And, yeah, um, not a problem. Yeah, so so you are you, so you said you're dyeing your kids' hair right now, correct? Yeah, I actually have to dye two kids' hair tonight and cut one. Yeah, I multitask. What what colors are we talking here? I'm I'm pretty punk rock. I have tattoos, so I'm with it. No, my brown hair daughter just wants more of a red, and then my other one just wants a darker brown. But I bleach mine, and then I do mine usually like red, purple, and black and stuff. So yeah, I mean, there there's shades of brown and red that are kind of punk rock, so that's cool. I'm more of a I have a I have a mohawk, so oh, I know, and and you want to know why? No, I I didn't tell you this before. So Molly, you you're a competitive eater, uh, uh, and you hold a certain record with dumplings, right? Yeah, uh, I think so, maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you do. do I, I, again, I didn't, because this was off the cuff, I didn't really have time to look it up. But what would you remember the number of how many dumplings you ate? Uh, 119 in two minutes. I, could, I can't even think of a, uh, anything snarky. That's incredible. That's like, that's incredible. But you want to know what's even more incredible is I was there. I watched you do that. I live in Brooklyn and uh, uh, me and my friends were in the area and it's like a dumpling eating contest. And then out walks this punk rock lady with a big smile on her face and she was like fuck it i'll eat i'll eat 100 plus dumplings and i got really into competitive eating like i live pretty close to coney island uh we go every fourth of july and and one thing that is incredible that they, this is why you stood out other than you know eating all that stuff is usually and, and correct me if i'm wrong like obviously these are your colleagues usually when you see competitive eaters they're not having a great time that's what it seems like. <laughs> it's not that i don't take it seriously it's like, if I'm not having fun doing this, I quit. You had the biggest smile as you were shuffling dumplings into your, into your face and everyone else is dying and you're just like, I'll just break a world record and have a great time. So uh, uh, kudos on that, Molly, really. That's because it's incredible. But now, but now I, have, but I have to ask, was that last year that you saw that you were there or the year before? So both actually. So I was there when you broke the record. Okay. Because and- last year, last year I was goofing. <laughs> oh, Molly, you're going to break the record. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yep, sure am. Then I ate 69. <laughs> that's hysterical. Are you saying, that's, that's amazing. That is so, because we, because again, we <laughs> saw you break the record and we were like, is she going to do it again? We still were super entertained. Because you were having such a good time and everyone else was so miserable, and then I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> Last year there was some there there was some drama. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about this. I don't know what happened, 
but they, like someone got taken off the stage and there was a bunch of drama that I don't know I don't know what it was up with that but it's like you know some of the people that were there were were getting judged seriously harshly you know compared to the other people who were doing the same things so uh did you make it to the Pez museum like I suggested in Connecticut no ah uh, Molly it's like one of the coolest Connecticut's a weird state uh, uh they filmed the Maury Povich show in Connecticut uh, I love Maury Povich that's such trash <laughs> Actually, Molly, at the Brooklyn Fair where they do that dumpling eating thingy dingy that, you know, you broke the record, there was a Maury Povich booth. There was like, I have a, a picture of me holding a sign that says like, you're not the father. At, at, no at way. That, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a shit. At, at the, at the, at the actual dumpling festival, but. Yeah, man. The one that, yeah, really? Like, like if you're, are you, are you going this year? Yeah, I go every year. So I'm assuming it's going to be there. I mean, the only reason anyone goes to this thing is the dumplings in the Maury Povich booth. So if you're looking at the, the if you're looking at the stage where y'all are eating, make a right, and it's like maybe a block and a half up. Also, the best burger you'll ever have in your entire life. And I hate when people say shit like this, but I'm, I, it's been proven. The best cheeseburger you will ever have is just like a mile north of that. It's kind of weird to suggest that to a competitive eater, but uh, it's it's a place called uh, Roses. Like whenever I have people visit, uh, we go. It's amazing. So. Is it free? I tell you what, if if you if you can hit sixty nine again, I'll buy you a burger. It's on me. Wait, I'm totally down for that. You got yourself a deal. I know that that like obviously busy dyeing your kids' hair uh, shades of punk. So let's just jump right into it and uh, let's hear about your best night ever. My best night ever? Crap! I don't even know if I have best night ever. <laughs> so the, the the podcast is called Best Night Ever. If people come on and tell the story of the best night ever, everyone has one. Uh, it doesn't oh. have to be a crazy night. It's just a night that when when you look back at it, you're like, man, just this, it's special in some way to you. Well, I mean, are you talking about with with my eating career? No, just with being being Molly Schuyler. It could be, it could be a, a time you couldn't find food. Uh, it, it could literally, it's just. Uh, so the premise is interesting people who do interesting things just tell the story of their best night ever. So we've had actors, actresses, uh, authors, athletes, musicians, and sometimes the story has to do with their career. But you're you're a super interesting person. I really wanted to talk to you because, like I said, I saw you break that record, and I'm just curious what your best night ever was. Oh my gosh, best night ever! If I my whole life, oh crud. I mean, you know, are you talking about the one, you know, when I finally crushed my first kid out of my, you know, my vagina or, I mean, what do you I, mean? <laughs> it's really just whatever your best night ever was. I don't want to pressure you either way. Well, I, I'm just, I'm one of those people who's all over the place, but I mean, I'd probably go with when I won the last ever wing bowl that they held in, um, 2018 it was wing bowl 26 and uh so that was really cool so because no one can ever beat that record because because it's over they stopped doing it after 26 years uh wing bowl is it was um every year uh it's always the friday before the super bowl every year at the wells fargo center in philadelphia and it's a wing eating competition where it's 30 minutes and you get three rounds it's 14 minutes 14 minutes and two minutes the final round so they usually go from 30 people down to 10 down to five so, I mean, you're just eating chicken wings as fast as you can for half an hour. Uh, it, it, it is like the Coney Island of MLE. I mean, it's it, it's technically one of the highest paying out uh, contests that the United States really has. Um, and it's like that, there's usually only one winner. There isn't like second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, all the way down for like, for like Nathan. It's like there is first and then maybe second if they want to have second. So mm. it's like you're eating, it's, it's all or nothing. It's, you know... There, there's no like, oh, I want third or fourth place. It's like, oh, you walk away with nothing. So you have to put it all in. It's pretty, pretty intense. The, the, uh, the, the uh, Philadelphia area started doing it because the Philadelphia Eagles couldn't win the Super Bowl. They were just 
tanking it. So finally, after 26 years, the Philadelphia Eagles finally won. And they were like, well, we don't need Wing Bowl anymore. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> was this your first Wing Bowl? No, it would have been my fifth. Yeah, my fifth. Yes. Um, I won my first. I took second in my second one. I won my third. The fourth one, I wasn't allowed to. Come, I wasn't allowed to even participate because they didn't want me to win again. They wanted to let somebody else win. That's all right. It's fine. And then, the, but I still showed up and had some fun. And then the final one they had, I won that one too. So I don't care if I win or lose. But you know, if somebody, if somebody else beats me, I'll give them a high five, a hug, and say I'm glad you won. Yeah, I just don't care. I just eat. No, I was just bawling the whole time because I was. I had been lots of drama had led up to it, and you know, it's. Long story short, there was a there was a suicide. Um, and I I I always went alone. I never had anybody there with me. Yeah, my I never went with friends. Never went with family. Yeah, I'm a loner. But that person was supposed to be there with me, and it just I I was just empty and upset and bawling and didn't want to be there. And I was just like hated everything. And I was just wanted to leave. And I was like, but I have to win. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I just felt like I was just I was just defeated that day, and so Jeez. yeah, like I said, so it was, it, it was really more of an emotional thing. There were so many pictures of me just bawling. I, but when we start, when the rounds would start, whatever, I just kind of just I had to blank. I I just kind of blank it out. I just had to go kind of numb. So I mean, you're just eating chicken wings as fast as you can for half an hour, and uh, you know, people have you know you know had like the records usually before we even started doing this were the two hundreds whatever and then you know me and Kobe knocked up into the threes and then I knocked up in the fourth you know when I was sitting there I mean I just I didn't know what to think I guess I was upset still and just crying and and uh but when I found out when they said that I had won I hit it wasn't the fact that I won I already knew that I won I wanted the number it had nothing to do with winning I wanted that number because I was I was far enough ahead to where it wouldn't have mattered um but it was the number um, and I set the all-time record of 501 chicken wings in half an hour. So, I mean, when I when they said that I hit the 501, I mean, I did I cried because the person that was supposed to be there, I felt like that he was there, and yeah. you know had been there the whole time. And it's like, and yeah, I mean, I want a car and a bunch of other stuff, but I didn't need a car. You know, it, it just the the we it, it was the fact that I hit the 500 mark. It was not about the money. It was the 500. It was the 500 mark. So it was it was like a big weight that was just kind of, you know, hey, it's gone. I made it. Actually, fi- actually, 15 minutes later, we just kind of went out to eat. <laughs> <laughs> did you get wings? Yeah, we did. <laughs> and a salad. <laughs> Best night ever. It it was it was because yeah. you know I was I was so depressed that day. It just. I mean, I, I almost felt like I needed it at that point because I, I would have been like, I don't know. I, I, and I would have taken a loss. Yeah, I could have taken a loss easily, but it's just so, it was pretty cool. It, it, it meant a lot. Thanks for sharing something super personal, you know. Uh, I've noticed a theme with these shows is a lot of the best night evers have to do with nights not going great and then taking it back. And I think this was a, a really uh, somber personal story about that. So really, again, thank you. No, you too. Thanks. Appreciate yep. it. You can keep track of Molly and all of her feats uh, via her Twitter. Uh, it's just at Molly Skyler. Uh, I'm going to spell it out because Skyler is spelled uh, not how you think. Uh, it's at Molly, you know, M-O-L-L-Y. And then Skyler is S-C-H-U-Y-L-E-R. 
Uh, so at Molly Schuyler. You can follow her on Instagram. It's the same thing, at Molly Schuyler. I'm not going to spell it again because you guys got to keep up. You can also follow her on Facebook. It's at Molly Schuyler Omaha, which is where she's from. And fun fact, Omaha is not the capital of Nebraska. A lot of people think it is, but nope. It's uh, Lincoln. And lastly, you can follow her YouTube channel, which, you know, has videos of doing these, you know, crazy, amazing eating challenges. And uh, uh, as you probably guessed, uh, her YouTube name is Molly Schuyler. All right, all right, fine. I will spell it again. M-O-L-L-Y space S-C-H-U-Y-L-E-R. And, you know, while you're at it, following her and all that other stuff, I guess you can follow us on Instagram. It's at Best Not Ever Podcast. Our Twitter majigger is at BNE Podcast. You can shoot me an email at bestnotheverpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, bestnotheverpodcast.com, to see original artwork that pertains to each episode, including this one. And it'll have direct links to all the things that uh, you can follow Molly with. Today's episode was produced by me with help from Seth Teal and Andy Wilson. If you live in New York, you should totally check out the Dumpling Festival in Brooklyn. It's, it's really is a lot of fun. It's not just the eating competition. There's tons of stuff going on. They haven't announced when it's going to be yet, but it's usually in September. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Lastly, if you find yourself in Connecticut, whether you're just driving through there for eating competition or, or catching uh, a taping of the Maury Povich show, you got to check out the Pez Museum. It is amazing. And uh, I think it's only like five bucks. And to be honest, there's not much else to do in Connecticut. Whether you're listening to this in the daytime, afternoon, or night, I hope it's the best ever. See you next time.